0: Thank you. Welcome back to Black Girl Pop Culture, I'm your host Zoe, and today we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender Season 1, Episode 8, titled Winter Solstice Part 2, Avatar Roku. Before we get into that, as per usual, I'd like to remind you to follow this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and when you do so, don't forget to hit the notification bell so you get notifications every time I post second league of follow me on instagram at black girl underscore meets underscore pop culture where you can get further information about my podcast and finally finally and this is the most important part you can financially support this podcast starting at just 99 cents the link will be in the description down below Ooh. i try to go through that pretty fast i think i'm getting faster and faster as time goes by all right now i have to apologize first because typically these episodes come out at midnight last week i actually forgot an episode long story uh and this week this episode will be coming out later on in the evening of the day because I'm recording it just now. I know, terrible of me. But hey, at least it's coming out. I was like, I can't miss another episode. I've never really technically missed an episode when I was supposed to release. Uh, so that's that's on me. But I would like to say I'm going to make it up to you, but this episode going to be a little short uh, just because it's kind of late in the evening for me, as uh, Eric Clapton said. But also because... Uh, I don't have too much to say about this episode. I think uh, it's a lot better than last episode, if I will say. Uh, but as whenever I talk about these episodes, I typically start with the synopsis. So let's dive on in. So the synopsis for episode 8. During the winter solstice, Aang must travel into the Fire Nation, which wants to capture him to communicate with his predecessor, Avatar Roku. So recently, I've been starting off with the parallels between Aang and Zuko, and I feel like... As I continue to watch this show and as time progresses within the show, it becomes more and more prevalent of the uh, similarities between the two. And I talk about how later, particularly in Season 3, we learn the connection that Zuko and Aang have with one another. But specifically in the first episode of Season 3, where Aang, spoiler alert, says that he needs to regain his honor. Now, I don't like to talk about the future episodes too much, so I'll just keep it brief with there. But I just... Go back. I go to the future because it's clearly been set up in the very first season and the very first couple of episodes. But I say this because, like Aang, Zuko has a reason not to be caught in Fire Nation ter- territory. Both of them need to be in Fire Nation territory as Aang needs to meet Roku in order to understand his vision. And uh, because Aang is going to, to uh, the Fire Nation, Zuko needs to go there as well in order to regain his honor. So I like that. And also. Zuko clearly values his uncle's opinion. And Aang, as I mentioned last last episode, Ang values the opinion of uh, the opinions of his friends. And so that's just another uh another parallel between the two. But speaking of Zuko, what I like about Zuko is that he you can tell the difference between Zuko and Zhao. And even it's not even just Zuko and Zhao, you can tell the difference between Zuko Zuko and uh, with Zuko and Iroh in comparison to especially the last episode when they got kidnapped or Iroh got kidnapped by the uh the earthbenders from the earth kingdom they just don't care you know they they don't necessarily think of people as people now yes they they treated the earth kingdom treated uh uh Iroh a lot better than as we get into later on in the season and then Zuko's father treated him But you could just see how, because of this war, there are less thoughts of how other people feel. Or that, there's a a lot less empathy. You know, you think of the enemy as the enemy, and that's it. If you're Fire Fire Nation, then you're an enemy. And especially we see that later on in Season 2 and how Iroh and Zuko blend in. But you see the difference between Zuko and Zhao, and Zuko has a heart. Unlike Zhao, Zuko does care. He cares about his uncle, as prevalent in last episode when he, when he, uh, obviously in this episode that he cares so much about his uncle's opinion and his approval, uh, more so, which unknowingly to him, but more so than, than his father's approval. But, uh, um, yeah, he, he, he cares. I forgot where he's going, but he cares. But with Zhao, Zhao is very ruthless, uh, uh. He he had a he had a line that I thought about making, uh, for the the quota episode, which isn't. But you know, it, Zhao just brings that presence, you know, and Zuko doesn't. And I feel like it's because we've seen Zuko fail. Now we've seen Zhao fail, but it's, it's it's actually it's not because we've seen Zuko fail. It's because we we uh Zuko is our main character, save for it. Ang now it's called Avatar. So obviously the last airbender so obviously it's speaking of Ang but Zuko more so than Katara and Sokka is the second protagonist of this show. Now yes he he acts as an antagonist several times throughout the uh, the show specifically in this season more over than any season but uh we feel for him more than we feel for Zhao. Zuko is not ruthless. He's not ruthless like Zhao and not for, and not like his father. Uh so I I like seeing that. I like seeing the nuances to the Fire Nation. Uh but yeah. Um when speaking of the so so Aang has to get into Fire Nation territory and there's a blockade. I'm surprised when Sokka um Yeah, when Sokka fell off of Appa, I'm surprised Aang didn't go to the Avatar State. And it kinda would've made sense. I mean obviously I mean, I understand thematically why, because later on, Aang goes into the Avatar state, and it, I feel like it would undermine Roku's present at, presence as the end that is the that is Aang in the Avatar state. But, like, the way Sokka fell is the same way, like, off of Appa is it is almost the same way, it, it, or is at least in a similar manner, to how Aang fell, uh, or almost fell off of Appa, or he did fall off a hopper when uh he ran away which is once again getting to future territory which i'll I'll, I'll stay away from but i just thought it would have been and i understand why they didn't do it but i thought just it would have foreshadowed what what is to come or what has come but has been yet to be revealed uh in the future but hey um also speaking of the avatar state or kind of the avatar state we saw that in the avatar state Aang could waterbend right and I feel like the scene where Aang breaks that boulder with airbending I mean he didn't have to be in the avatar state to earthbend but it would have been interesting if this was his first time earthbending and he unknowingly like did it, and that that pays plays perfectly to the quote of the episode. But we'll get there. But I thought it would have been another, a, a, also another great foreshadow into what has come and what is to come. But hey a hey, a, hey. they didn't do it. But they they definitely do that later, or they did it before with with uh Ang in uh the second episode of the season when he went to Avatar State and he used water bending. He hasn't used water bending since, might I add. Let's let's add that there. Uh, but yeah. I have t- like about three more comments, but one of the comments about this episode, and I thought about it last episode, but this one in particular, it just gives me straight up Star Wars vibes, uh, with the blockade, the running away from the sages. Um, and I also meant, to I just remembered when it comes to nuance, so we'll get back to the, to the, to, the, to uh, uh, um, um. So the, the the Star Wars vibes, but we also see the nuance within the Fire Nation because I mentioned Zuko and Iron. I'm trying to think who else in the Fire Nation showed such nuance. Shayu. Shayu helps them. He's like the job of the sages was to help the Avatar, not to be a, 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 a to be aligned with the Fire Nation. We just the Avatar Roku just so happened to be a uh, of of the Fire Nation. He was born into the cycle of fire, but. Our overall goal is not to serve the Fire Nation, but to serve the Avatar. So, th- once again, that's another nuance in in, 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 in was Zhao's brutality. Uh, he didn't care. He didn't care that Shaiu was the only one that betrayed the Fire Nation. He was like, bro, I'm taking you all because all you might as well be traitors. This is the heartlessness within Zhao. And that is also prevalent in the... I mean, obviously, it has to be prevalent within the Fire Lord without even knowing who he is, truly. Because, I mean, that gets later revealed that, that the Fire Lord intends to use Sozin's Comet. And speaking of the Fire Lord, I remember that scene where, where, where Aang and Roku were talking and there's a, a like a flash of what could happen and basically seeing the Fire Lord and him uh, screaming out fire. I remember when I was younger, I was like, oh my gosh. I used to kind of be scared of that. But anyway, going back to the the Star Wars vibes. So the blockade, yes, that that reminded me honestly of like... Of episode five of *Empire Strikes Back*, where, where where the um where the where where Han and Leia are just constantly trying to or Han Leia Chewbacca C3PO gotta gotta be inclusive of all of them right <laughs> they're constantly on the defensive they are constantly trying to avoid the um the Empire and it reminded me of that in this episode and once again it reminded me of that last episode with uh, a lot of the aspects of the episode but it felt more prevalent in this episode continuing on talking about the one scene where, where they're running from the sages and Aang runs into one room and then you don't see his perspective you just see from Katara and Sokka's perspective and he runs back out that's like straight from Star Wars you know when um Han and Chewie, they're in the Death Star, and they, sh- they they turn around and they shoot that one guy, and they run the other way, and you see them run out uh, from, I want to say, Leia's perspective. I haven't seen the movie in a while, but uh, it it reminded me of that in um, Force Ghost. Now, obviously, Roku is not a Force Ghost, but he's blue like a Force Ghost, okay? Even when he reappears as Aang, he's blue like a Force Ghost, So I was like, bro, and I obviously, I understand that this show gets um, even Star Wars, you know, so I'm like, maybe it's not a Star Wars thing, but maybe it's more of a, the show adapts from Buddhism, Uh, which uh, Aang mentions that he's a monk, and typically monks come from the, to my knowledge, you you can correct me if I'm wrong, but come from being a Buddhist. Uh, Not all Buddhists are monks but uh you can't become a buddhist monk so i i, I found it out pretty interesting with the the, the, the force ghost kind of idea it might not be a force ghost it might uh derive from uh, uh the the faith or the belief the religion i should say of buddhism but hey and finally the music there's some scenes where i'm like this just sounds like it sounds like uh uh uh, uh john williams i want to say that is the uh composer of the, for Star Wars. But um yeah, a lot of it like like specifically with the Fire Sages, that music sounded like the music for the Emperor. Like um when uh for example in 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 uh Revenge of the Sith when he speaks with Anakin, that sounded so much like the same music. But anyway, continuing, keep it moving. Uh, Sokka shows off his brilliance this episode. I talked about it last episode, which was one of my critiques, or something I, I had a problem with last episode, and that was it felt like Sokka was at, a bit out of character with recklessly putting himself in harm's way and getting kidnapped by, um, what was that thing called? Gosh darn it. Hey Bai. Sheesh, man. Uh, when he got kidnapped by Hey Bai, I felt that, I mentioned that, I felt that that was very out of character, but here, his plan fails, yes, but it shows his brilliance, um, and how he's able to think quick on his toes. Now, the the episode before uh, last, the uh, imprisoned, uh, imprisoned, we see that Sokka comes up with the plans. It's uh, it's 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 Ang and Kantara that are not thinking about the future, but rather they are thinking about the present now. And obviously, we saw that last episode. I would say, um, and of course. Was the imprison episode that was very evident so i like that we bring it back and kind of correct the problems that i had with the prior episode with Sokka's with Sokka's character and shows that he um he thinks ahead but he can also think on his toes if necessary and hey katara helped him out uh with saying like yeah Sokka's plan failed oh and that and that was another quote that i was that was going to be that was up and running for quote of the episode and it's when the says "saka you're a genius" and Aang says "has the has the definite uh, has the definition of genius changed in the last 100 years?" <laughs> but she helped him out by saying "yes his plan failed but it looked as though they got through" so i i really enjoyed it finally before we get to the quote of the episode roku is mad op i love when he showed up everybody's like oh. <gasps> what roku it reminded me it reminded me of in the bible when um jesus goes into the mount uh the, to this mountain it's called uh i believe it's titled like the the, the this section in the bible is called like the mount of uh configuration and it's when jesus and the, the three the three disciples close to him peter john and his brother james go with jesus on this mountain and while they're on the mountain, they see Elijah, not Elisha, but Elijah and Moses, two prominent prophets of the Bible. And might I add, both of these, I'm kind of getting into a little Bible study, but both of these, I mean, it kind of ties into Roku. But both of these prophets, their bodies, when it comes to their death, or not just when it comes to their death, but how they died, um, is not very well documented or well actually Moses died caused by God, but uh Elijah he was taken up to heaven. But I mentioned that their bodies were not found as God dealt with uh, uh Moses's body and uh Elijah went up to heaven because it plays into Roku and what happens or we, what we find out happened to him and how his body it would not have been found with, with what happened to him. But yeah, he is Roku is mad OP and in the when I'm comparing it to the the Bible, the the respect and reverence that Peter, John and James gave to those prophets as well as Jesus, is the same reverence and respect that not just the fire sages give to, to Roku, but those you know, the other members of the Fire Nation. They're like, oh, Avatar Roku. What? He's here? Uh, he died. And obviously we know he died because he has to be re- he, he was reincarnated. Aang is his reincarnation, and I think that's the perfect tie-in to the quote of the episode when I mentioned before talking about how I believe Aang should have earthbend, and I think this would have been perfect because my the quote of the episode, my favorite quote of the episode, comes from Roku when Aang is questioning how he can do this. You know, Roku. Puts him very much like Boomy, but more specifically, he puts him on his path and says that you have to defeat the Fire Lord. And he says, how am I supposed to do this? And and, and, in such a short amount of time, he needs to master it by the summer. We can only assume he's in the winter, questionably. But um, yes, he says, uh, or maybe he has a, a year or some change. But regardless, he says, how am I supposed to do this? And Roku says, I know you can do it, Aang, for you have done it before that's a mic drop moment man that was tough that was tough i'm not trying to be too loud <laughs> i don't want to peek the microphone but that was just in uh, roku i feel like as i've gotten older i've realized but even when i was younger but as i've gotten older i have realized that roku is one of my favorite characters of avatar and he doesn't really he barely appears in it in fact one of my favorite if not my favorite episode comes from season three when we explain the origin of roku right when we talk about how he became avatar and how he realized or not became but how he learned to be the avatar and in his his journey and meeting monkey atso and all this stuff so I, i i love roku man so when he finally appeared in this episode, I was hyped. And the way that they hyped him up was once again the reverence and the respect that he received, and and being able to melt the chains but not burn anybody—that takes quite precision. And, and 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 not even just that, but his ability to um to bring up lava, and that's something we see more so in in Korra, a uh, Legend of Korra. But the ability to bring up lava and 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 have this place like submerge, which is kind of interesting because that's something that happens in season two, where a building submerges in a different element the more you know. But anyway, to end this all off, but going for close to twenty minutes now, surprisingly. But to end this all off, what would I rate it at a four uh, out out of five opposite? I would rate it a four out of five. I think this is one of the best episodes of the season, if not the best, it's almost near i would say Uh, i can't remember what i rated the first two episodes but i know i rated them pretty high uh between like four and uh 4.5 i believe but um at the end when i talk about the the entirety of this first season i will go through the ratings of the episodes and basically uh do an average and see uh what the the rating of the season is and go through what the best episode was and what the worst episode is But hey, that's all I have for you guys today. I promise I'll be back next Monday. And if I'm not, shame on me. But I'll be back next Monday talking about Avatar The Last Airbender. I'll be on here Wednesday talking about our films or films and television or is just media in general becoming too woke see now i have to talk about it because i said it in stone and then friday i'll be talking about superman and lois as always uh if you enjoy this episode of course share it to someone think will like it even someone you think won't like it and i'll be back soon until then peace